<laughs> hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you guys have decided to tune in and listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. So <laughs> thank you all for joining the Movie Bugle Podcast. As always, please be sure to check out my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle where I'll post my reviews about different things. I'll post about upcoming episodes. Um, I'll post about anything that's interesting to me related to movies. And uh, you can ask me questions. You can follow me on there and we can uh, keep up to date. So how is everyone doing? How's everyone doing? Come on in, come on in. I'm still trying to work out how to, you know, properly have a podcast where I just talk to myself for like 30 to 40 minutes. So um but it's been good uh i appreciate all the positive feedback and uh i've been getting from across the board um this is episode 10 so i'm super excited uh about this episode this is going to be a fun one as always um today we're going to be talking about the falcon and the winter soldier tv show the marvel disney plus tv show that just wrapped um if you haven't seen it yet if you haven't seen any of the episodes then definitely put this podcast show on pause go watch them there's only six episodes on disney plus and then when you have finished watching it watching it <laughs> when you have finished watching it please come back and join the conversation so so as i said you know um the falcon and the winter soldier just ended and um i just wanted to talk to uh talk to you guys about the overall show there's been a couple of episodes that I've put out that I have talked about specific things and we can go over that as well on this particular show. Um, um, but I wanted to talk about the show as an entirety. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as I should say, like I said, if you have seen it, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, because Sam Wilson is now the new Captain America. So just overall thoughts about it really quick. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. You know, it's, I talked about this before, but coming out of Avengers Endgame back in 2019, and then we had Spider-Man Far From Home, the, which was like the wrap of like phase three and like the Infinity Saga. You know, we were supposed to go into phase four back in 2020 with Black Widow, and then all these other TV shows were supposed to come out as well. And it's been kind of interesting because we went on this long hiatus without anything because of the pandemic you know everything shut production down and uh we had to pretty much restart and you know sort of refocus everything well marvel had to uh, but we just had to wait and see what was going to happen and i think as of right now if they would have still been on the same schedule this year we would have gotten i want to say actually may we would have gotten Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that's not coming out until next year. But this is this is really interesting because, you know, we've had, you know, the the Winter Soldier uh, character in the Marvel, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for quite some time. Uh, the the character Bucky first appeared in the first Captain America movie that came out. I want to say 2011. I should probably look that up. But yeah, and then you had Sam Wilson, who made his debut in the Captain America uh, Winter Soldier movie, which was the second one in that series. So we've been following these characters for quite some time, and uh, we're now here. So just to give a premise of, you know, the synopsis of the show, this place, this is supposed to take place about six months after the events of Endgame. So the blip, 
you know, everyone who was dusted away by Thanos, they have all come back. Um, ironically, both Sam and uh, Bucky was a part of that blip. So they both came back, you know, they helped defeat Thanos, you know, his big army. And now this is six months later. So it's interesting because, you know, this is a post blip world. And I think that with WandaVision, we were in a bubble. Uh, we was in Wanda's bubble, you know, her hex and everything was an isolated event. And we got a glimpse to see, you know, how it was when people came back, you know, in episode four of WandaVision, you know, when they started off with, you know, Monica Rambeau being inside of the hospital and she was being dusted back and then. You know, she started to panic because she thought she was sitting beside her mom. And then all of a sudden she goes into the hallway and you just see people reappearing everywhere. So that thought of, I wonder how it is. I wonder, like, that must have been chaotic, you know, everywhere around the world. All of a sudden, millions upon millions, actually billions of people, because he snapped away half of the half of the world, half of the universe. So billions of people all came back at once. And this show sort of tackles that. So. I wanted to talk about, you know, there's, I feel like there was three main storylines that sort of like intertwine with each other, but I wanted to talk about that, you know, since we're talking about the blip and everything like that. So that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier had to process in their TV show. So storyline number one, pretty much, you know, the Flag Smashers, their mission um, was to defend, uh, defend uh, those who were displaced after um, those who were blipped came back. So basically their mission was everyone who were still here after the snap um, by Thanos, you know, they sort of rallied together as a world. You know, they all came together. They looked out for one another. You know, they were able to move into houses. They had, you know, Thanos was in a way sort of was right. You know, if I kill off half of the population, the other half would flourish and, you know, do better. Um, his way about going about it was wrong, obviously, but, you know, his method was pretty much, you know, this, this world, this universe is overpopulated. So let me go ahead and get rid of half of the population. So that way the other half can flourish. So with that in mind, you know, when everyone came back, everyone who was already here, you know, minding their own business and all of a sudden everyone just, just magically reappeared. You know, and one of the things that we're saying is people who, you know, were living in houses, the people who used to stay there before came back and got their houses and came and got their jobs back and all the stuff like that. And a lot of those people were became like refugees and, you know, became homeless and on the street. And, you know, the government sort of like leaned in towards the people who were this uh, blipped and came back. They leaned in towards helping those like those people, the people who were here left on Earth were sort of like tossed away. So you had like this group of, you know, they called them terrorists, you know, but you know, that they had these group of people, they called themselves the Flag Smashers, um, led by, you know, the character Carly. And um, some of them had like the super soldier serum and, you know, they were pretty much there to serve and protect their, the people who were displaced. And I find that kind of interesting because, you know, their method of trying to serve and protect was sometimes we have to kill and destroy. And I, I have a, I have a thing about, you know, sometimes the, the best villains or adversaries in a movie or a TV series are, are those who you can see their point of view. Now their methods may not be the best, but you can see where they're coming from. And I definitely can, you know, sympathize and agree to that movement a little bit. You know, I think that they could have went about it a different way. Um, we don't know the backstory. We don't know if they tried to peacefully approach you know, like the, the world leadership and be like, hey, 
you know, we can't toss, you know, the people who were left behind here um, aside, you know, let's try to figure out a way to, you know, bring everyone together. Um, we don't know what that looked like. All we saw was, you know, they were already, they already had formed their mission and they had a lot of people who supported them, you know, throughout the, uh, the six episodes, we saw them take refuge, you know, at different places. We saw them get help. Um, you know, they would steal like medicine from like different, you know, companies or warehouses and stuff to bring to people who need it. So it was like, yeah, they were the villains, but at the same time, it was sort of like a complicated, you know, it was a, it was a complicated thing. So me personally, I don't think, you know, the Flax Masters was the real villains of the show. Uh, we will get to, I believe, like who the real villain could be. Um, so we had other, we had a lot of characters in here. We had Sharon Cotter, um, come back. Um, she ended up being, you know, uh, the power broker, uh, which is interesting. I think that's going to play into more into future stuff. Uh, but Sharon Carter was Peggy Carter's granddaughter for those who didn't put the two together. She was in Captain America. Uh, no, she was in Captain America, a civil war. I want to say she was in something else, but I, I can't pinpoint it off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, we had Zemo. Zemo was the villain from uh, Captain America Civil War. And uh, his, it's interesting. So like he was, you know, in that movie, he pretty much was upset that the Avengers had went over to Sokovia and destroyed it when they were fighting Ultron. So he sort of like put them to like against each other. And, you know, he had his own points of views about different things about how, you know, superheroes should not be allowed to exist. and. You know, he had the opportunity to take the, the super soldier serum and he didn't. Um, so he stuck to his guns, um, ended up on that raft where, uh, you know, if you remember that raft was from Captain America Civil War, uh, where I think it was the it was Captain America's team that got arrested after the big airport fight. You know, they they were over there. Um, uh, Hawkeye was there. I know Sam was there. Uh, Ant-Man was there. But that raft is sort of like, you know, a jail for like the the worst villains. So they, they put Zemo there, but, um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Um, another storyline or arc that we saw, um, was, uh, John Walker, John Walker, uh, his arc from the, uh, from being, uh, the, his, his, he was, he started off as being the captain America that the government had put him into place because, you know, at the end of Avengers Endgame, you know, uh, Steve Rogers gave Sam the shield. Uh, Sam said he didn't want it and gave it to America and said, you know, let's put it in a museum. Let's honor Steve Rogers legacy. That's not my lane. Well, they said, well, fine. You don't want it. We're going to make our own Captain America and give it to John Walker. You know, he was a war veteran, you know, had all these different accolades and stuff like that. And they placed him to be Captain America. And we saw his, I want I mean, can you really call it like a descent into madness? Like we did see his descent into like his character now. And we know if you know the comics about us agent, he's sort of like a, I don't want to say he's like a villain, but he definitely, he does. He doesn't lean more. I think he's like, sort of like, a, like in like in the middle, like he, like he does, the, he does bad things, but he also like, he can be there whenever he needs to be there and stuff like that. And I think they're going to use him as, you know, like an anti-hero going forward. But it was interesting to see that because, we saw him and I think the, the, the internet, you know, 
the internet immediately said, oh, that's not my Captain America. I don't know why they replace, you know, Steve Rogers. You know, I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And they, they went for, you know, the actor uh, who was uh, played, um, played by uh, Wyatt Russell. Um, they went for him online and everyone was like, no, like, you know, he's doing a good job playing that role. It, you know, his character was there for us to like hate him. So like, you know, leave that alone. But anyways, uh, we, we did get to see his arc and I thought that journey was very interesting. Um, he tried to like, we saw like the entitlement here and there, like the, I think it was episode two when, um, uh, Sam and Bucky went to go see Isaiah Bradley and then they got stopped by the cops and then Bucky ended up being arrested because he had a warrant out for his arrest. And then, you know, um, John Walker uh, got him out of jail and pretty much was like, you know, I did it. He, you know, he used his entitlement already. And I was like, dude, you just got here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, uh, I think it was, uh, it was definitely episode four that, you know, when he, after he took the super soldier serum, which, you know, I, I sort of knew it was going to happen. Um, especially after, you know, the Dormelage, you know, those, those Queens, they came in there and knocked them on his ass. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, they, they, they came in there and showed him, they showed him what was what. And he really felt some type of way about, you know, he was like, dang, you know, I got my behind kicked and, uh, you know, they were, they weren't even super soldiers. So he ended up taking the super soldier serum and, you know, became, you know, he tried to become, you know, Steve Rogers, tried to become a Captain America, um, killed, you know, a, a guy on, you know, on the internet, you know, in front of a crowd of people. And um, they took his honor away. They took the title away. They took everything away from him. And he got recruited. Um, I, I know the character name is Val. I forgot the actress's name. I know she was from Seinfeld and Veep. Um, but, uh, she, she was, she's a character. I have to do more research on that particular character, but she is a character in the comics. Um, I want to say she's had different titles, but I want to say she was like a Hydra agent. And I, she does give me that type of vibes that she's not, she's not on the good side. Like, I feel like she's like, she's there, but she's definitely like dabbing into some stuff that could be Hydra or like an under, like underground association or something like that. So um, they made uh, him U.S. agent by the end of the show. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, I wonder where he's going to show up again. Um, it's kind of funny because this originally was supposed to come out after Black Widow. So I wonder, uh, and Black Widow took place right after Civil War. So just for that timeline, um, and for those who don't really know, uh, the Black Widow movie that's coming out, basically, you know, almost everyone in the original six of the Avengers got their own solo movie besides Hawkeye, but he's getting his own TV series. Um, but, you know, Black Widow had, you know, she had a you know, fan base and they pretty much rallied behind that character and said she deserves her own movie. You know, I say better late than never, I guess, but she has her own movie coming out, Disney Plus in July. Super excited about that. But in the original timeline of the movies before the pandemic, Black Widow was supposed to come out first and then this was supposed to come out afterwards. So I wonder if they rearranged certain things because there was a rumor that there was supposed to be, I guess, a tease from Black Widow in this one just because of, you know, that's all sort of in the same realm of the characters and everything. But um, but yeah, so we have that. Uh, but I'm, I am curious to see where US Agent is going to pop up again. I don't think this is the last time. Um, just like, I don't think, um, this is the last time we're going to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. Um, Bucky as, you know, the winter soldier, 
you know, uh, Sharon Carter as, you know, the power broker. I think that these were put into play for a certain reason. And I think that um, that's going to be interesting to see where it's going to go. I thought it was kind of funny in the last episode, um, episode six that just aired, that he was like, you know, he showed up, you know, the there was like a end credit scene in after episode five, after all of his accolades were taken away and uh, he made his own shield. It wasn't it wasn't good because it was, you know, it crumbled up in battle like nothing because it's not it's not made of vibranium like the actual shield is. But, you know, he made his own shield. He still tried to say I'm, I'm Captain America and all the stuff like that. And, then, you know, they were like, nope, not today. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, but it's, it's interesting. I, I, I am curious to see what's going to happen with his arc. Um, but yeah, so that was that was good. Um, I did like, I don't like that character. Um, um, he made me feel some type of way throughout the entire thing, but I, I do like what they did with it. Like, I like the story of it. Like it was, I was pleased with it. I just, you know, that character, you know, it just irked me, but, uh, yeah. So that was storyline number two, storyline number three, which, you know, I want to save save for last because it sort of hits closer to home. Um, I believe was Sam giving up the shield and then redeeming himself by taking the mantle of becoming Captain America and what that means as a black man in America. So, like I said, one of the previous episodes that I recorded, um, I talked about Isaiah Bradley and I talked about that, um, that history in the comics and episode five of the Falcon and Winter Soldier they pretty much t- he pretty much told his story and he pretty much talked about how you know after steve rogers went to the ice you know the government you know took you know a few black soldiers and gave them each the super soldier serum but didn't tell them it what it was told told them that it was tetanus and you know i talked about in my episode how that storyline mirrors like the tuskegee experiment that happened in the 30s where they gave people syphilis and told him it was medicine and told him all this other stuff and then experiments on them and you know didn't properly met like take care of them and a lot of them died and stuff like that and you know it was very bold of marvel to go that route with with the show because you know marvel appeals to all people and all demographics and you know especially with everything that's happening in this country today with race you know it's kind of it's kind of a fine line from a major corporation to swing one way or another and marvel definitely swung one way and say no this we're gonna tell you know the story of a black man uh, being a captain america in america and like what that means and isaiah bradley's storyline um was a very integral part of that storytelling they need to tell so like i said episode five he told his story and he told how you know, some of the men, you know, they had side effects and died. Um, some of them, it messed with them. Um, they got captured. You know, he broke out of wherever he was being held at and saved them. And his reward for doing that was them throwing Isaiah in jail for 30 years and doing experiments on him and trying to figure out why did the super soldier serum work on him. And then after that, after they were done with him, uh, you know, he said a nurse took pity on him and erased him. Well, well. Uh, declared him dead so that way um, he can leave and he he doesn't have to be there anymore and what did the government do they erased Isaiah Bradley's storyline from history and something powerful that he said was you know they've been doing it to black people for you know 500 years you know pledge allegiance to that 
And I just thought that that whole conversation was was needed and for multiple reasons. One, it was needed to show, you know, the struggles that, you know, black people have gone through in this country, you know, just within recent years, you know, the, the power dynamics of how we built a lot of stuff in this country and, you know, our history, you know, is being erased because it's an uncomfortable subject for a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. And, um, you know, it's interesting that as an adult, I'm learning a lot of different things about my history that I wasn't taught in school. So I, I like the fact that Marvel is using their platform to, you know, give some type of history and give some type of lessons, you know, even though it's in a comic book genre, it's very interesting to see that, um, they, they are using their platform for that. It was also needed for Sam to understand what it means to be a black man as Captain America in America. You know, I think that he, he didn't want the shield. He didn't want that responsibility for his own reasons. Um, but I think that throughout the course of the show, especially seeing, you know, America give the shield to John Walker, um, and seeing the importance behind that, you know, Steve Rogers, he was always looked at as someone who was noble, someone who's trustworthy. He was the symbol of America more. So like when he first came out, you know, when they first, you know, created the captain America, you know, person in the forties before he went into the ice, you know, they would have parades and they would have, you know, shows and big celebrations for him. And they would use him as the symbol of America, you know, after he came out of the ice, obviously he was a part of the Avengers, but he always had like this upstanding, you know, personality about him. Um, and I think, you know, just with everything over the course of the movies, we got to see that. So I think that, you know, a symbol, you know, it has a lot of meaning to it. And Sam didn't want, he didn't want that symbol tarnished. And I think having the conversation with Isaiah Bradley made him understand you know, why, why it was important for him to pick up the mantle. It also made, you know, Bucky understand too. It was very interesting because in episode five, um, when, uh, after Sam had had that conversation with Isaiah and he went back down to the South and was helping his sister out and everything like that, you know, him and Bucky was having that conversation as they were tossing like the, the shield back and forth. And Bucky's pretty much revealed that Steve Rogers told him his plan from Avengers Endgame when he went back in time to put the stones away. He told him he was going to give, you know, Sam the, the shield. And I think that's very interesting because I remember when that happened. If you go back and watch that from Avengers Endgame, you see, you know, you know, uh, uh, Steve Rogers, he has the shield, you know, he has the, I think he had like Mjolnir and then he also had the, the, um, whatchamacallit, he had the Infinity Stones went into the time portal thing, you know, was supposed to come back right away. There was a whole thing. And then you see, you know, old Steve Rogers sitting there. He had that conversation with, with Sam and then gave him the shield. And for someone like Bucky, who was his best friend, you're like, why wouldn't he, why, why wasn't he upset? You know, why didn't he want it? He sort of looked like he knew what was going to happen. Like he, you know, he sort of like knew what was going on. So this was a confirmation that you know, Steve Rogers had that conversation with Bucky, like maybe the night before or whatever the case may have been, but he told him, Hey, 
you know, I'm not coming back. I'm going to go live my life with Peggy. And, you know, I, I've lived a long life. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to meet you guys back here at, on this date or whatever. And when I do, I'm going to give Sam the, the shield. And, you know, Bucky said that had he known what it had, had he had known what it would mean as a black man to be, you know, Captain America, maybe he would have had second thoughts. Maybe he would have talked, you know, Steve, uh, Steve Rogers, you know, talked a little bit more about his decision. Um, he apologized, you know, he was trying to take on the burden as well, but I think it's important. I think it's important to show that different faces can be the symbol of America. And I think it's not just, you know, a black thing. It'd be an Asian thing. It'd be, you know, a Polynesian thing. It'd be, you know, a Hispanic thing. But I think that for so long, the token, the, the tokenism of America was always like a white face. Um, and, you know, white faces do deserve to be represented as well. But I think that it's, it's nice you know, like I said in my podcast about representation, it's nice to see yourself represented on screen. And I think that, you know, if the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, with Sam Wilson's storyline has, has shown anything, is that, you know, different faces can be the face of America as well. Um, I I liked the I liked the arc that, that Sam took. I liked the fact that he accepted his responsibility. I love the speech that he gave you know, in this last episode, I wish I would have wrote some of it down, but pretty much he, after, you know, you know, spoiler alert, if you're, if you listen at this, to this point, you, you've already seen it. So I shouldn't have to say spoiler alert, but <laughs> he gave a speech to the senators about, you know, after Carly had passed away that, you know, it shouldn't take someone like her to, to spark a change. It's on the senators, it's on the government, it's on the people in power um, to make that happen. And he talked about, you know, him being black and, you know, him being, you know, Captain America and, you know, how he feels about it. And it was a powerful speech. I, I, I really wish I, I would have wrote that down so I can, I could quote it a little bit more. Um, I'm going to try to find the video and post it on my Instagram page. So that way, you know, you guys can see it again. Cause I feel like that sort of summed up what the show was about. Um, you know, even with, you know, it's the reason why I, you know, Bucky had an arc too, in the sense of, you know, he had his own demons he was fighting with. You know, we started off the series with him going to therapy and trying to figure things out. Um, on episode five, you know, Sam gave, gave him a heart to heart and was like, hey, listen, if you're trying to find, you know, you know, if you're trying to fight your demons, you need to face them. Like, you know, he said that, you know, he was defending. He said, you know, you weren't defending, you were avenging. You know, you, you were out there running away from your problems in the name of trying to be an Avenger and out here trying to fight, you know, the big three, <laughs> as Sam would say. Um, but, you know, he had to go and face his demons and, you know, and tell the people that he hurt what happened and not for himself, but for them. You know, if you really want to move past it, you, you want to get rid of your demons, you have to face them. So he had his own arc as well. And I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, this show was very different from WandaVision. Um, I like the fact that it was different and I like the fact that, you know, this new phase of Marvel is going to be different from what we've seen before, you know, with WandaVision, it started off with everyone saying like, what the heck is going on with, you know, this, they're in this TV show. Like I love Lucy and you know, the Dick Van Dyke show, like what's going on? And then it expanded into this whole thing. You're like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Like, you know, they, they, they took the house of M story from the comics and sort of turned it 
and did it in a way that no one was really expecting. And, you know, I felt like it worked. Um, and the I, I tell people also with WandaVision that those who watched it week to week got a different viewing experience from those who binged it. Because like myself, you know, we I watched it week to week and I was looking for clues here and there because it was sort of like a mystery up until like everything sort of like opened up and revealed itself. But even then, like you were looking for different things here and there. Um, I, you know, when, uh, with, uh, this show with the, the, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was more like a, like a story that was gone through. It wasn't a lot of like, you know, wondering what's happening here and there. It was pretty cut, you know, cutthroat and pretty straightforward to the point, but it did have a lot of heart and a lot of message behind it. And it was action packed, um, and a thriller. So I thought that was great. Um, I'm very interested for the upcoming shows that we have left for, for this year. Um, we have Loki that's coming out in the summer, and we also have Miss Marvel, which is going to be another show about representation, um, you know, within like the, the Indian community um, with the, the Miss Marvel character. Um, so I'm really, I'm really happy that Marvel is, you know, taking a different approach to things and, you know, giving us different stories, different ways, you know, we're still going to have the big cinematic movies, but we're also going to have these TV shows that can live on and we can have the discussions about. So what did you guys all think? Like, what did you guys think about the, the, well, it's no longer Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I actually, I kind of wonder if they did that on purpose, I think, because they sort of changed the title card at the very end to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I'm wondering, now that he have his suit, actually, hold on, I didn't even talk about the suit. Like, hold on then, I'm tripping, hold on, okay. So, okay, so in episode five, uh, Bucky, Sam, and John Walker are fighting. They're trying to take the shit away from John Walker. Um, John Walker has already taken the super soldier serum and breaks Sam's wings and you know and Sam was like you know you can keep him he told it to his friend I I forgot the, his name I want to say it's something Taurus I'm, I could be 100% wrong but I know that character in the comics does become Falcon so I think that was a very subtle thing that was done which you know another side note Isaiah Bradley's son um, Elijah Bradley it's supposed to become Patriot in the comics as well. So I think that was also a very subtle thing that they put in there for the fact of just setting up things because we're setting up the Young Avengers. But anyways, let me let me get back to the Sam suit. So the wings are gone. You know, he has this whole discussion with Isaiah and episode five, you know, Bucky goes, he you know approaches Zemo and Sokovia. The Wakandans show up to go take him back to the raft. And he says, I need a favor. Delivers this box to Sam, you know, back at home. And then we didn't see what it was. They, they closed episode five with him opening up the box and looking at it. But in episode six, we got the suit. And I I will say I do like the suit. It is very comic, like comic book-ish. Um, if you look at the suit from the comics of, of Sam as Captain America, it looks exactly like it. Um, I think it's interesting because even like when Wanda from WandaVision like became the Scarlet Witch, you know, her outfit is very comic-ish as well. And um, so it's just, it's, it's just interesting. It's, it's a very bulky thing. Um, I felt like there was a lot going on with it, but 
you know, it's Wakandan tech. So them, them wings ain't going nowhere, son. <laughs> the wings, the, no one can break those wings. Um, I'm pretty sure the wings is made out of vibranium. Um, yeah, I also, I do feel like Wakanda is going to be the new, uh, tech supplier going forward since, you know, Tony Stark has, you know, unfortunately passed away in the series, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is obviously fine, but you know, there's no more Tony Stark. And, you know, even though Stark Industries is still there, the, the man behind the genius behind Stark Industries is no longer with us. So I think that Wakanda respectfully and rightfully so should take that responsibility of supplying the tech for the Avengers and stuff like that going forward. But his his outfit was dope. Um, I like the fact that he they they made like his goggles into like sort of like his headpiece as well. So it was easy. It was, you know, it wouldn't go nowhere. Um, they brought Red Wing back. Um, I think he has two. And I like the fact that, uh, you know, like when he was fighting and which, uh, that truck was about to fall, like fall over, um, he was able to push the truck back up with Red Wing. Um, and it was interesting because Sam didn't, never took the Super Soldier Serum. And so he needed something to help, you know, defend, you know, and with the help of the shield and his wings, he's had, he has plenty of protection. He's able to fly still. I just, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It like I said, it does look a little bulky on him. Um, I feel like his previous outfit was a little bit more slimmer, but they may, they may, you know, alter it because I feel like every single time we see these characters in these movies or TV shows or whatever, their outfits usually change, um, you know, from movie to movie. So this could have just been like the very first one. Maybe he goes back over to Wakanda and is like, Shiri, hey, like, I appreciate you doing this, but uh, can we get a little something a little bit more slimmer? Because <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on here, sis. But um, but yeah, so I do love the costume. I'm super excited. We got to see him in it. Um, I, I saw like a leaked like like footage of it like the day before I was super mad that I saw it but you know it's it still looks good um I'm really happy for you know for Sam Wilson I'm happy for uh uh the character uh sorry the actor who plays that Anthony Mackie um he's been really I've been following his career for a while like his first thing was in eight mile a papa dot <laughs> for those who don't who don't remember he was in eight mile um, but yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal actor. I'm super proud of him. And I, and I really hope that they do lean into him being more the face of, you know, Captain America moving forward. So there you have it. Uh, we have, you know, like I said, Falcon and the winter soldier, or as, as, as I should say, Captain America now in the winter soldier, um, it's now finished. Um, if you haven't caught up and you listen to this, I'm, I've pretty much spoiled the entire show for you at this point. But uh, if you want to go watch it again, it's definitely on Disney Plus. And uh, I, like I said, I'm excited to see what's coming next. I'm excited to see what else we have in store, and I'm excited to see these characters come back again. So, well, we just we shall see, we shall see. But um, I want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to me talk about the Captain America and Winter Soldier. And um, as always, please follow me on Instagram. You know, I I do want to start incorporating um, y'all's questions into my my episodes. So if y'all have like any questions for me or any, it could be anything random, anything about movies. You know, I can have like a and a session at the end and say, oh, I have a question that someone, you know, uh, sent me and I wanted to talk. They wanted me to talk about this. You know, I can incorporate that. So please send me questions. Um, on my Instagram, please share it. 
Um, if you want to support the channel, um, there's a, in the link in my bio on Instagram. There's a link in there that you can click and send donations. Any donations that are sent will be, you know, used to help further the podcast. Um, so I appreciate anything you guys can give. But until next time, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon and uh, y'all have a good one.